everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. This little lady right in front of me is not only a friend of mine for as many years as I can't remember right now, lots, lots, like at least 15, maybe 20. Um, Sean Danielle is not only a very cool person to call my friend, but Hey. <laughs> but a uh, permanent makeup artist and has been since 2014. And actually, we were just saying before we came on, makes me even more interested to talk about it because, like, your friends, even your best friends, until they use your services or product, you don't really ever see them at work. Yeah. And here we are in your place of work. You are in your scrubs. Do you call them scrubs? Is that scrubs. Like? Scrubs. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for anyone that wears scrubs. Um, yeah. So it, it's cool. It's cool to see you here. In your work outfit, in your workplace. Thank you. And um, and spend this 40 minutes an hour to learn a bit more about what you do, how you started to do it, what got you into it, um, and where the beautiful, wonderful journey, as I hope it is, has led to right now. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go back to 2014. Um, I believe I'm going to tell my version of the story and probably mess it up and let you tell it better because it's your stories. Usually, what I do on the show, as you as you probably know if you've watched before. So, 2014, you've kind of like not long out of uni, kind of finished uni. Yeah. Did uni in something completely different, didn't you? Completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Irrelevant. Um, and then I remember you. I remember you talking about and you're like, I'm going to do this course. I think it's something that's like big and growing, and it has grown phenomenally oh, since the industry has like been in terms of kind of that realm of like uh, it's kind of like. It, it's not beauty at its core, but it's in that kind of like, you know, uh, personal care, personal treatment kind of thing. And it's probably just as well from the outside looking in, obviously, you know a lot more. It's probably an industry that's grown the most in, uh-huh. in that time. So you got in at just the right time. Uh, but yeah. what, what, what inspired you or kind of like led you to getting into it and do the training? Um, I've always been intrigued by permanent makeup because <laughs> I initially had my eyebrows done. And that's right. where it started. So I was just interested in everything that was going on behind the scenes, really. Um, and the person that was doing my treatments was one of my best friend's sisters. So she's got her own training academy down south. Right. And she's always sort of said, oh, you know, you'd be really good at it. You just think about training. And the seed was kind of planted then. So from then on, it was just always on my mind. Can I do it? Is, is my finances straight? What should mm. I do? Should I invest in myself? Um, so yeah, I took the plunge, did it, and I love it. And I still love it now. So that's the right thing, right? That's yeah. the thing. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you love it and you I continue do. to love it. I do, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. My passion keeps growing for it, really. Yeah. There's uh, always things changing, so it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I mean, there is there's always new things coming up. I mean, there's new things that I've seen you do that you didn't used to do. Like it was like the areola things, which is yeah. you know, a big part of what you do now. Which yeah. You kind of moved into as, as things have grown but what from the start did you know was it kind of part of the program like the platform of the blueprint if you will of the course that you do this and then you start your own business doing it or did it just equip you with the skills to perhaps either start your own business or go and work for someone else in the same so role? you've got options to do both really um i did my training but i sort of planned how i was going to work it by working for myself so I had everything kind of written up. I was also working full-time at the time. 
Uh, so mm. instead of taking the plunge to just work for myself, I've built up everything in the background. So I worked every evening till midnight, worked both the days and the weekend. I was really busy. Mm. Um, and then just something had to give at some point and it had to be my full-time job because I just loved doing this more, had more opportunity to work for myself and, and have my own time. And yeah, so I slowly, well, I say slowly transitioned. I built up my client base. Um, so I knew the stability was there. And then I eventually asked work if I could go part-time. They said yes. Yeah. But instead of doing that, yeah. I went, do you know what? I can't even do no. part-time. No. I'm just going to give it my all. Give no. it some welly. Whilst and, you're doing uh, it, over, I ran a gymnast bar. Yeah. Yeah. And I was working quite I was a lot. I was asking because I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> different people, different ago. medical backgrounds. So yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. interesting. I loved my job. Yeah. yeah. I loved where I worked. But it's something I had to give. And this is yeah. what... My passion was yeah, in that direction. Yeah, it's kind of a relatable thing, isn't it? Like going from the spa to the treatment here. Yeah, like, just working a, with people. Yeah. I think that's a massive part of work, really. Obviously, there's the arty side of it, the being creative and doing everything. But you only, you still have clients. You've still got to be likable. You've still got to have that kind of relationship with them for them mm. to trust you. So yeah, yeah, that was a massive part of it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I guess yeah, it does help in. Um, of people's personal or having good people skills yeah you know because uh, i remember some of the people that come and see you might be nervous at the end of the day is yeah. a treatment that's oh definitely like pretty... people come in like that yeah. i mean is it painful i've never had it done it's so not no it's yeah not a lot fun. of people think it is yeah. um some some people have different pain thresholds of course, but yeah. it's never it's no. never like people you know people come in almost like oh my god no, no, no. You know, do i need to take more do i need to deal with it yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine people lie down and they're like oh i could go to sleep this is really yeah. relaxing so it's yeah, yeah. it's a nice and, and part of it clear. is like you've been the people's person understanding that energy from them that might be a bit nervous coming in yeah. and just remaining calm and chilled yourself yeah. so then they are too oh yeah definitely which is, uh, like actually well no i'm a chatterbox yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i can talk people to death and everything to, everything changes so, around it's like someone said to me once someone said to me you could talk the hinges off a door oh uh, yeah like, i'll take that <laughs> we could be here for hours yeah we could yeah exactly right so you have the um the authentic and organic journey that actually I did myself and that I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Which, you know, it's evenings, weekends, not evenings, like mornings. It's almost oh, any yeah. hours you can oh, to yeah. build the side hustle. And I guess you were just doing treatments at that level, probably more at evenings and weekends and just kind of not really having much time for your own social mm -hmm. calendar, but your work calendar was absolutely full. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so how long from, let's say, from the training, 2014 until you went no i'm going full-time on doing this full-time i'm throwing myself all into it uh it was in the same year so i oh, really yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no so yeah. it was a few months after yeah. really um as soon as i've done my training case studies everything like that um yeah I just gave it gave mm. it my all um and like you said before the industry hadn't boomed as much then so I've kind of rode the wave early on, um, which I'm really, really grateful for. Not that there isn't room for new people in now, but there is, you know, there's always room. Yeah, it's growing in it's, it's always something that you need to have to, um, not regularly, but people look after themselves so, so much now mm -hmm. that that industry is growing like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got on it early and the advertising, people hadn't heard of it. So as soon as I put things on, they were like, oh, I'm intrigued about this right. treatment. What is it? And right. it, it just went from there. So luckily, yeah. I got my name out there early doors. So it was almost like the perfect job. What age were you at this time? You'd have been what, like late 20s? 20? <laughs> That's no good. 20, um, well, it was, it was 20, yeah, about 24. 28 and 29. Yeah, so you're like 24. So you're kind of late. 
to mid 20. So, I mean, it's a perfect storm of the industry growing and going well, you getting on it at the right time yeah. in terms of the, the it becoming more known about. And probably, I think, you know, a lot of your friends and my friends, people coming to that age, kind of mid, late 20s, where they have a bit more disposable cash, you know, they've had a career for a while and they can afford to spend, you know, extra money on. On themselves, essentially. Yeah. It's no yeah, more complicated yeah. than Definitely. that. And um, have some more, you know, whether you regard it, interested to know whether you regard it, it's like a luxury treatment or it's just, I guess, once some, you start having it, it's just something you continue yeah. to have. Because it's not particularly expensive, is it, in, in terms not, of Not for the long term, but yeah. So these treatments, people spend a hell of a lot on themselves. Right. You and know, every week, like, Let's talk about hair, hairdressing, you know, highlights, colour cuts. People are going there, you know, every six weeks. So mm. they're spending so much over the year. Mm. Whereas this is something you need doing maybe a year and a half. Every sorry, yeah, a year and a half are. Um, so the cost cost effective. You pay loads of money for makeup. So would you have this treatment done? You then don't need to buy all the like conventional makeup that's on the yeah. on the shelves really. So you're actually saving yourself time and money. Well, I only wear makeup on a Friday, so <laughs> my makeup curl is not so heavy. <laughs> um so really you got into it really quick you know and was that the core of your client base was built up through people you already knew to start with uh, yes it... and no yes really? and no oh, only a few people okay. yeah to be honest um yeah. that i knew initially um advertising again right. social media was kind of started then as well so advertising was fresh yeah. Um, you put a post on, tag someone in it, everyone was yeah. keen for Facebook, and it just yeah. spread like wildfire, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, someone's had it done, and it's word of mouth as well. Yeah. One person has it done, they recommend it, they see it, it's such a visual treatment. Um, it's on someone's face, so as soon as you see someone, go, oh, Of it's course, quite nice. yeah, it quite but literally tells itself. It does, yeah. yeah. So. No, and you're right there, you know, coming from my perspective of definitely being in, in social media and and so it was a, yeah, I've just been really kind of selling a, a year down on social media and it was definitely paid was yeah. a lot cheaper and yeah. organic was a lot more um, effective. Yeah, really. definitely. You know, there weren't so many people fighting, so many eyes fighting. And so many platforms of social media. It was mm. quite channeled then, you know, there was just Facebook, really just it. Instagram, that was it. it. Yeah, yeah. No stories, no, no. reels, no, no. no faffing. It, it, it was a lot easier to manage, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. So, so, of course, yours is very visual. Naturally, I'd think that the most the most place where you get the most growth and engagement would be Instagram. Would that be right? Uh, Facebook still on Facebook really? still up there, yeah. Be purely you... because of the tagging side of things. Right. You know, so yeah. people see your Instagram. Don't be wrong, but I do get a lot of work through Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, because like you say, it's visual and, mm. and people spend a lot of time on there really, mm. over anything else. But yeah. Facebook is, is, yeah, the tagging side of it was what worked initially. You know, someone tags you in it or you tag them in it. Mm. Suddenly your audience grows. So it's not just the people who follow you, it's the people who follow them. Mm. So, yeah. That's how it kind of carried yeah, on, and, and do you think there's there's a more? It's fair to say there's an older demographic on Facebook. There's multiple reasons for that. Some of them is yeah. just that people joined Facebook in 2011, 2012, and they've got a bit older now. So yeah. you know they're just older people. Or there's some people who still like to use the platform who perhaps are a bit older. Not saying that the demographic on Instagram on other platforms, TikTok and stuff, isn't older as well, yeah. but. Is your client base like more towards the older range or is it just across the board? It's really mixed. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I think I'm a bit old for this. I'm not, absolutely not. No. Some of my... Never told to look good. No, some of my <laughs> eldest clients are like 89. Really? Yeah, 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, there's different reasons for having and a bench press there. Right, is it, sorry to go, is there a minimum yeah. age like it is with tattoos? Is it 18? 18. Yeah, okay. 18. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. have to be 18 for it. Just for insurance purposes, so Rich, yes, same yeah, as tattooing. Um, but yeah, full age range, really. But there's different reasons. People don't just need it to look good. They might have alopecia. They might have hair thinning. They might have overplucked, which was massive in kind of the era, era when I was younger. People right. overplucked and the hair never grew back. So, oh, really? Yeah, so they a lot of people, you know, it was really fashionable to have that really thin eyebrow. Yeah. And that was it then. And that yeah, was yeah. fashionable to have it a little bit fuller. So they're mm. like, how do I get this? And yeah. Yeah, here are all your answers. It's really, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because like those trends change. Obviously, it's not something as, as a manual as a cross. Yeah, really, particularly the the, the women's uh, changes and, and trends as well. Mm -hmm. But I imagine that works pretty well for you because let's say someone has their their brows done, the style changes, they come back. As you said it was eighteen months. Yeah. So is it that point, is that, yeah. can you change your style in that period or is it like a, a top up on what you've already had? Either. Either. Yeah, either. So yeah, so you can so, really, and that's about the kind of trend, like see, yeah, it's like seasonal, but it's usually like things like 12 to 18 months. Yeah, change, so, so you can mix yeah. it up for sure. Yeah. yeah, let your treatment fade out and have a yeah. change it. So, so you've got the eyes, you've got the lips, and like lips, is it that, it's, it's I mean, the pattern and shape of the, the way the people have the lips doesn't change, does it? They always have the same. Yeah, I'm a complete so, amateur. Yeah. I think it's really helpful for anyone watching that might be yeah. to... Um, it follows your natural lip line. You right. can only go so far out of the border, okay. but obviously not far at all. Like yeah, literally yeah. an angel lip thicker than your yeah. natural lips. Uh, a lot of people's lips naturally fade on the outside. So a lot of the colour is in their belly of their lips fading outwards. So we're bringing the colour outwards, fading inwards, as if you were in makeup. Okay. Lipstick, okay. yeah. So it's, like no a, so it's working with what you've got, but it's kind of revitalising. Yeah, it. making yeah. it better. Yeah. Adding the colour. Awesome. Now, and then they, I say this word slowly because I kept messing it up earlier when you taught me how to say it. Areola. That's the one. 3D yes. areola. So yeah. that's basically, and it's not exclusively for, I was doing a bit of reading earlier, it's not just, although it is a lot for people, ladies who have breast cancer, yes. maybe a full or partial mastectomy, and that's, it's, it's to kind of give that the look of the nipple, the 3D, you can create. It reminds me of some of the pictures I've seen, yeah. like the texture. You can, it looks completely 3D, of course, to the touch, it's flat, but it's not exclusively just for ladies or, I suppose, men and get breast cancer as well. Yeah. Not, not at such a rate, I don't think, but they do. Um, it's not just for that, though, is it? It can be scars, it can be burns, it can be uh, people who are changing their jeans, you know what I mean, doing that kind of stuff. So it's like, I guess is the core of what you do in that is for people who have had breast cancer or yes. is it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people as well could be conscious of nipples being too small, too big, right. um, you know, things like that. So they might want to change the shape of it or yeah. a slight, you know, dip in it. Some people might want a heart, you yeah. know. But okay, you get fancy with it. You can get yeah, fancy. Nice. Not, yeah. that, not that that's a common thing to do. No, no, no. But, but um, anything's kind of possible, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, I suppose, yeah. Really, it's art, you know. Yeah. And you're the artist, and people can have whatever they want. Not even within reason, you can have what you like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the wilder, yeah. the better, maybe. But and I know that you you do something very calm, which is you obviously it's a it's a paid clinic generally, but yeah. you do do I believe is it one slot. A month or is yes. it? Yeah, one sort of month that yeah. you offer for free. Yeah. Um, which I think is fantastic, you know. Yeah. 
it's it, I, I'll try and do as much when I can for for charity. Not to, but that's charitable, I should yes. say, not charity, but that's charitable and kind of and a way to give back, you know. Yeah. And I, I like the way that you found a way to do that yeah. within what you do. Yeah. You know, and that's it probably helps a lot of people out. Oh, for sure. It's a really, really rewarding treatment. So yeah. to have the skills to do what I do, and then I've, I've always been trained to do the areola because years ago right. when I first started, I did actually training uh, medical tattooing as well, so burn scars, cleft lip, areola. Right. Um, but I never Didn't really, know. yeah, never really pushed that side of it because the, the the makeup side was so popular. I kind of had to master one thing first before I went into it with everything else. But yeah. I really enjoyed doing the areola years ago, mm. um, so I just wanted to take that back up again, really. So I did my research, trained with like the best person in the UK that I write. Um, just in a refresher, really. Um, brought all the new techniques back in, and I love doing it. I love it, cool. and I think if you can give something back, you know, it's not affecting my business. It's helping everyone else out. Um, everyone's affected by someone with cancer, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it's just to give a little back. You know, it's it's a lovely feeling, regardless with the makeup side yeah. that I do to empower women, make them mm. and men, but make them walk out this room feeling lovely. Yeah. And to do that with body parts as well, and a lot of them have been on such a huge journey from start to finish of having cancer, that to, to make them feel complete at the end of it, you know, they might have reconstruction, so they've got really good boobs, but mm. they might just need that final piece of the puzzle, really. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you made a really difference. Good thing to do, that, yeah, yeah that, that lasting difference in people's lives, which is, it's funny, isn't it? I, um, you know, I look at my business, which is completely a world's apart from yours, but it's how I'm actually, what difference I'm actually making to people's yeah. lives with this, you know, products or service. And when I think when you actually break it down and look at it, you know, anything that either saves people time, effort and energy, you know, which is kind of the thing that I do, the value in that, but in you, in yours, it's actually, you know, a, a, it might be even a slight to the, to the outside looking in, but to the person who's looking in the mirror every day, mm. a huge change. So massive. You know, because... It's it's your the way you look at and perceive yourself and the way you know you can take the smallest thing and, and to you it's really big. Oh yeah. And you mentioned someone else and like, I didn't even notice. Yeah, even if you got a spot on your face. Exactly. Okay, it's right. Right. Yeah. Honest, not it. <laughs> <laughs> it and it still makes you feel always a bit happens honest, on like so... a, a day that you're gonna be on a show or something. Oh, like yeah. that, isn't it? So So you know you are you're impacting impacting people's lives there and, and you know, it's it's a great thing to do. And yeah. You should be of course very proud of that. And it's yeah. it's nice to do of course, a job that fulfills you in that way, recharges oh, yeah. your batteries. Oh, yeah. It just brings you back down to earth, you know. Mm. These people have been through so much and they're, they're amazing people, you mm. know. And they're so happy and overwhelmed and they get emotional and I get emotional. And yeah. yeah, it suits them a little yeah, bit. No, that's great. So it's, so, it's a so good feeling. Yeah, so you brought a whole other avenue and, and, and like uh, arm into the business with the uh, Areola. Yeah. Now, Brandon, I've been talked about this before, but I'd be interested to know about this. So I've got some friends that have had it. Yes. I just remembered to try and talk slowly on the podcast because I talk so fast and everything gets that time. It's exciting. It is. That is why I talk fast because I'm excited and I'm excited to talk to you. Um, hair replacement or hair tattooing. Yes. That's the thing. I know a few of my friends have had it done. Is that yeah. something you do or you might do in the future? Or I've looked at doing it yeah. potentially. So skills can be crossed over the machines can be crossed over obviously you know a lot about the base of pigment skin yeah. like so the ground the ground kind of theory and everything is always already there but 
I have looked into doing it. It is something I potentially will do in the future yeah. because it's getting big now. Um, yeah, it is. A lot of people need it. Yeah. So, yeah, potentially yeah. that is something that I need to look into. But it's finding and researching the best people to train with right. so that you learn the best. And you mentioned that earlier, that you yeah. went back into training when you had the areola training yes. and you were with someone you regarded to be the best. Yeah. Who was that person? Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, okay. she is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, she does it all the time and she's yeah she's really really nice to learn from so was she the same person you talked from at the start no the start? so no. i've trained with so many different people right, okay. yeah you can't right. ever stop learning so no, i still not. put myself on courses now and um find someone because because it is an art you find someone's work that intrigues you and that is amazing uh-huh. and you think i need to have a little bit of that how are they doing things differently to me you know what techniques are they different like changing it can be something so slight that you learn from training it can just change your work right um and it's always good to keep up with it because like you said things change all the time fashions change yeah. um techniques change pigments change needles change like everything is changing all the time um because the industry is so big people are always pushing something new out there and you've just got to keep keep up with it really yeah. keep up to date yeah, yeah. you know not get left behind but you want to do it because because you're doing it every day and it is your passion, you're almost like painting something. I know I can get this better. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to yeah, get yeah. it better. Um, yeah, so that is, you never stop learning. And it is always good to do research before you do training because jumping into someone you think, I just didn't really like their work. Why am I even training with them? It's, it's not a good thing to do. No, no, no. So, I mean, that, that, that would be quite, finding quite a balance within that though, you know, to, I know, I know how busy you are, yeah. you know, because you have your schedule at the moment. You know, it's one that you've taken some time off, had a second child, which is one of the beauties of working for yourself, isn't yeah. it? Just being able to do that and kind of take as, as long or as little as you want to, to let that play out. So, yeah. but I know <clears throat> outside of, of this time, you know, and I'm sure your diary getting stacked, but when people probably already ask you when you're going back. Yeah. Um, but like knowing that, look, I need to stay on top of this key from the top of my game, and I regard you to be at the top of your game. I think that's fair to say, and I reward you for um you know but keeping on top of that and keeping on top of these new materials technologies trends yeah. like going look i need to take so much time with Ari to do that and like having the um the intuition and the foresight and the humility to go look i always need to keep learning and that is almost if not as much important as fitting everyone in oh, and yeah. you know the cash that earns great but like the synergy of the two things and oh, yeah. all the other things you have to do as a business owner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, anyone who's watching who knows who does do it at any level, there's a lot there, isn't there? Oh, there's, there's so a much lot behind there. the scenes, mm. yeah. I think that's the real struggle with business is the fact that you've got to be on top of everything. You yeah. know, I would love to just turn up to work, which is something that I'm looking at doing in the future if I take more people on in the future, um, is to have the time because there's social media, there's advertising, there's booking people in, there's getting back to people, there's patches and there's stock checks. There's so much behind the scenes mm. that you have to do then on top of your practical side of everything. But um, yeah, it's just juggling it all. But juggling it all is working so far. Yeah, great. So, Getting the boat spinning. Yeah. So like wins and challenges, it's something I always like to talk about as like, you know, the journey of, and we kind of highlighted there, you know, managing all the things can be stressful and keeping all of them going at the same time yeah just trying to literally keep the plate spinning in the air yeah. but you know were there some like particular times when you think back of your eight-year journey as a 
and uh, permanent maker parts and business owner so far that you're like, oh, that was a really tough time, you know, like to the point where you're like, you know, have you ever thought, like you've gone through such a challenge, I know I have in my business, I'm like, do I want to do this anymore? It's actually like, this is really hard and I'm not sure if I can get through it and carry on doing it. Yeah. Or if the business is going to like survive. Yeah. Um. Touch wood. I've been really lucky with my clients. <laughs> been really lucky with my clients yeah. that I have not really come away from a day of work being like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you know, fantastic. Every, all the positives outweigh anything that's negative. Yes. Um, probably a bad time was the fact that COVID hit. Mm. Um, it was fine for my business, but obviously everyone couldn't work, which was not enjoyable. I do love to do what I do. Um, but oh, we were always the industry that was the first to close, last to open. Of course, yeah. Um, so that took a, a huge hit, and everyone was just kind of waiting, waiting the sidelines. But you've just got to use your time wisely. I was lucky enough that you know my partner was working all the way through it from home, so I didn't have to worry too much financially. Obviously, everything took a hit, but mm-hmm. um, I used the time. I wrote a training manual. I did some courses. I learned more. I, I couldn't have got through it if I didn't do that work-wise. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was tough, really, not having a structure to your day, which everyone normally doesn't want. But to not have it was like, what am I going to do? Waking up a little bit later, yeah. my days are wasted. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was tough, but it got turned around. So, yeah. yeah. No, so, you, so it's interesting you kind of did to a degree what I did, which was like, right, let's use this time to cross some of those things off the list that yeah. I've been meaning to do. Uh, yeah, that you don't have the time yeah. to do, which what is what strings can I add to my bow? Yeah. I mean, it's really funny, actually, now having this conversation that this podcast and the reason we're sat here wouldn't even, from my side, wouldn't exist yeah. if it wasn't for Govan and me thinking, I like talking, I can talk to other people about business and that might help other people, you know, so it's, yeah. it's like when you align, going back to picking out what we said earlier, like when you align kind of your values and the reason that you like to do things, and then you, your business as well, up with those. I think you've got like the, the perfect setup there to have. And I think, um, yeah, using your any quiet time that we had with COVID, I don't know how to use the C word on this podcast, but yeah. we've, uh, we've dropped it a couple of times. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, wrong. I didn't know I swore. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, using that time to, to learn, you know, yeah. not to. I don't know, it was, it was a difficult time for a lot of people not taking, no. uh, making light of that or taking it. Oh, away no, from no, it. But, so. um, it hit, but yeah, yeah, you can hard. use it to learn more. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, string to your back. Oh, Absolutely. definitely. It was a horrendous time. You know, yeah. it was affected within our family and mm, a know. very, very, very tragic time. Mm. I don't like to talk about that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, business wise, it was, I suppose, tough because it was. Every time there was a news announcement, there was a tease of coming back to work. That was shattered, and it was again and again. So you were just constantly setting things up, and then thinking, "Oh, it's going to cancel everything mm. again." So it was stressful, but yeah, yeah, it's been worth it because more things have come out of it, really. Yeah, that's it. And also, um, you know, business still going, flowing, going good. You can't. Um, people can't. They could go. Because everything was shut down, mm-hmm. no one could go to get a treatment anywhere else. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. They could go and book in with someone different. Oh yeah. But you know, why? Why were anywhere else but the best? <laughs> That's most speaking, that shot. Uh, yeah, her head's not that big. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's everything is shut down, so it's kind of like right. Let's learn. People are going to be back. Yeah. You know, it's not like people are um, going somewhere else to get it done instead oh. of you. Because yeah. really, no one else. It was like competition. Doing it. 
Yeah. No. So that kind of, you know, highlights the challenges there, like the most difficult period of the time. But what about wins? And I know you've you've got like you've got a fair few awards under your belt. Yes. Yeah. And you know, what was was that something that was started from early on? Like, uh yeah, so I got involved in a couple of conferences, which is specific to permanent makeup, so it's not just like a broad thing. It was to do with your work and um, other artists judging it with top top artists. And I got into that, and it yeah, I loved it, and it did really well. So I was really proud of that, and that just gave me the buzz to carry on mm. doing awards and entering these things. Um, so yeah, after a mixture of them, somewhere my clients have voted for things, somewhere judging panel worldwide has voted for things. Um, I actually got involved with the um, Great British Entrepreneur Awards. Nice. I that right. Um, but that was really good. Went to a big, once everything had reopened, there was a big um, get-together and event in London. So that was really good. Yeah. Nice dresser, get yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. And so many different businesses there as well, right. from all nice. different backgrounds and things. And um, So that was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quite a broad things. But another win of mine is recently I've been asked to be on the pro team for Tina Davis, which is Tina um, Davis pro team. But no, we said that that's yeah. a big thing, though, right? It's a big thing. I know the, I know the the value and the kind of um, it's quite prestige. You know, it's, it's not not anyone gets those kind of invites. So, yeah. So yeah. that's that's really good yeah, and really exciting. So she is uh, yeah massively known worldwide. She use her products so. It's nice to be a bit of an ambassador for her and, and push them really mm. and get involved with, with everyone else worldwide who's, who's been asked to do it. So, yeah, yeah that's a really nice nice highlight yeah. of this year. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's like it's come up a few times and I know you as a person, you're a very sociable person, like to talk like me, like we already said. But, you know, you, you've, you've surrounded yourself there time and time again, you know, whether it is you know, working towards something that might be getting nominated for an award or it's just with the Great British Entrepreneur Scheme, you know, but surrounding yourself with those like-minded people, whether they are directly or indirectly related to your industry. How important do you think that is, like as a business owner, to not, to do that? I think it's I think it's really important. I think it's, it's good to, you get a fire in your belly when you hear other people talking mm. and are passionate about things. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of our friends are doing things. Yes, um, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of family members yeah. are, are kind of on that path, really. And you just learn little bits from little people, and you know, you can all help each other as much as you do completely different things. You know, you sat down with me before and helped me with some kind of Facebook thing, mm -hmm. and, you know, different social media things. Again, there's so much to learn all the time. Yeah. And when someone else has got a drive for it, you kind of get that. Yeah, I need to do something about it as well. Mm. So yeah, it is infectious. Yeah, yeah, it's the right word for it. So yeah, yeah I think it's really important. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. I think like surrounding yourself because you'd be quite can be quite lonely. We talked about this before. Yeah. Like, can be quite lonely when like all your friends are working, you know, ten to four, nine to five, whatever it is, um, and and you're like, I've got to work till whenever o'clock tonight to get this done because I've finished the normal X Y Z, but you know, all the other stuff's got to be done, all the all the admin and stuff. And, yeah. And you're like, yeah, it can get so surround yourself with people that do get that, yeah. you know, do understand it. I'm not saying that your friends don't, I'm sure they're not. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it's no, you got <laughs> you got us oh, I think it's really important cool, to surround yourself with people yeah. doing things. I never really thought about it, but from that perspective of getting inspiration, putting that fire back in your belly, you know, yeah. sometimes you can get a little bit stuck in the mud of doing yeah. the same thing again and again. 
do you think you were um, inspired by, like, do you think you're always someone that was going to have your own business? Or could you also happily see yourself working for someone else? Because it just seemed like it kind of naturally went that way, yeah. right? It, it didn't seem like that was a, a certain, always certain choice you've made. I wasn't like, I need my own business. No. But I've always had a bit of a drive to kind of chase things. I'm quite competitive. Mm. Don't ever play a game of Monopoly with me. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it hard, but good warning. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I am really competitive. So I think... Yeah, if you get into anything, you instantly just want to think, ah, maybe this isn't better, and what can I do next? So, yeah, I think maybe I would have always done something. I don't know what else it would have been, but, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I know, I know you, you like, I, I always think, you know, how inspired people by their peers, their, their friends, their parents yeah. as well. You know, I know your dad, your dad always had his own thing yeah. for a long time. So yeah. I think, and I know my, my parents did too. Yeah. Um. So I think it's like, you you do get a little bit oh yeah you, you see like, it or led you, by you that as well happen. a little bit you know? oh for sure and you're like oh they can do they can do that can't yeah or, or like you know they can run their own schedule or they can have the free yeah yeah and, you know i want to do this instead of that and um yeah i think that's something that's taking risks you've got to take yeah. a risk in it yeah 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 so you think you're someone who takes risks Calculated risk. Yeah, calculated risk. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to make a jump somewhere along the line. But I was just in a good place to do that, really, because I was still young. I didn't have too much, mm-hmm. you know, hanging over me to do that. And also, like you say, building up work before I took the leap to quit. So yeah. that was there in the background so that I knew I was always making a wage. And, and then when it was ready to take the risk and leap over to doing it by myself. So, and um, yeah, and how much more. Challenging as it got now, you've got kids. Uh, more challenging for sure. Of course, it's just time, really. Yeah, yeah. just managing um, the time better. Just managing time, you mm. know, you've just got to be very organised, even more so. Um, scheduling, working to your diary, really, like yeah. your admin, your social media. You have to be like, right, I'm going to do this Tuesday, Tuesday at this time, or I'm going to make sure I come to work an hour earlier and get some stuff done. You yeah. can't just be like, I'll just do it later. Because mm. there is no later, really. No. Um, but yeah, it's working. Yeah, no, that's it's good. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's still relatively new, isn't it? Really? Yes. As well, so I'm sure I might see you'll figure it out and, and smash it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. Um, let's go into where are we at now? I think we are. Yeah, it's 34 kind of minutes in. We'll, yeah, we're at a good time to kind of. I think let's go to the future. Of, of Sean Danielle permanent makeup artistry. It's a good That's also really, before we get into it, like, I love the way you just used, you know, your name as a brand. It's just like, it works, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it, does. it makes things a lot easier as well. Yeah. Instead of having to, like, um, create some kind of subsidiary brand and brand name and, and thing around that. It's just like, yeah, this is me. It can be quite authentic as well and quite simple as well. I think yeah. people need that. Authenticness from you. You didn't work on the face or anyone on the yeah. body. Some parts, a lot of private body parts. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like taking down that barrier to start with and going like, "This is my business." This is who I am. And you're the first person I'll deal with. And you, you, you probably will be. You know, the last as well. Who knows in the future? I think it might change. But yeah, yeah, creating that personability. Yeah, and I think that's that's important, and, and you've done it well there. Okay. But going forward, I just kind of just tumbled into that. But going forward, where do you, where do you? Where do you see yourself? <laughs> oh. Where do you see the business in, in you know, in the next kind of, I think it's, it's got quite difficult now to look at your business in the longer term, but I, I like to look at it in kind of a year to two year stretches. 
And I know you've got quite a lot of things going on for the future. Yeah. So um, obviously I've done my training, uh, teacher training. So I'm qualified to teach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that so is, that, so, sorry, is that, that is teacher training in like specialist so to, to what you do or just a regular teacher training? So I have got qualification just teaching qualification, oh, yeah. which you oh. have to have um, to get insured to teach permanent okay. makeup yeah. as well. Um, so that along with all the training that I've done together, my insurance, everything that goes with it, I am a qualified, yeah, an accredited trainer now. So that's exciting. Um, so that's really exciting. I train in all areas of the makeup side. I did maybe look and go into the area at a later stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I really want to boom that, make that bigger. When I have, every, when everything grows, obviously what I would love in the future is to have staff. Yeah. Um, Don't be afraid to say it next time. I know. <laughs> Juggling it around makes me nervous. It's not interesting other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took, um, yeah. It took me uh, about five or six years to start making yeah. staff. So finally, it just I comes do it all in myself. time. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Again, the biggest challenge is time because there's so much to do now behind the scenes that mm. you know whether that staff just needs someone part time to help me with the admin side of it to um, advertise social media a social media king queen yeah. help me out yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah that's the side that I see it going and then I can spend more time on, on the things that I need to do yeah so essentially so that kind of place to grow. yeah that kind of organic growth and perhaps that might involve more staff. Yeah. Might involve more things on the training side, but either way, it's very exciting, isn't it? Because yeah. I think whatever way in which you do that, you're helping more people. If you go oh, down yeah. the training route, you're training more people to do it, yeah. and they, they're going to help other people. So yeah. therefore, you indirectly help other people. Of course, if you bring on more staff, your business grows. Just the numbers, the number thing grows, right? The number of people you can help grows. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, it's, it's, um doesn't surprise me, Sean, that you've ended up in, in an industry that you ended up helping other people. I think it makes sense, right? Makes sense. And I think uh, it's good. I think uh, the world should have more people that like to help other people, innit? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's nice um, to be nice. It's nice to be nice, isn't it? <laughs> Simple as that. Well, I think we're getting towards the pointy end of it. It's been a lovely time pleasure. chatting to you. Uh-huh. I've chatted to you hundreds of thousands of times before, but never in this regard. Yeah. I'm going to ask you one final question, which you do know. I gave you some kind of a, 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 a lure to it, what it might be earlier, but I'm going to catch you off guard with a little curveball here. Mm-hmm. But any of those people that are watching now, you know, right now in August 2022, next year, five, ten years' time, it's on the internet, it's, now, it's there forever, that want to get into permanent makeup artistry, the huge growing industry that it is, and it really is only just getting started in, in terms of its scale and and, and you know, journey. What advice would you give to them right now if they kind of want to get into it? Um, just spend time researching, investing in the right people to train with. Um, I have a lot of people that either clients who have been to the wrong people and ended up with something. They're like, "Can you help me and change it?" Right, okay. Clients that end up spending more money because I haven't researched going to the right person for their treatments. Um, and also people who are trying to train end up just going with. The, cheapest easiest closest person um but this it's worth traveling for it's worth researching find the right person for you um and just give it give it your all really you know be yourself practice yeah very important how, how do you practice uh you can do latex skins oh, okay. and things like that yeah. um 
yeah, just practice anything, hand movement, using different products. Yeah. Sage advice, perhaps not. Yeah, family members, friends. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On places you can't say. No, that's good. I think that's, that's sage advice for anyone that wants to um, wants to get into it. So the final question. Oh. If you guys have watched before, you might know what this is. And before we enter it, I'm just going to see if we've got any any people asking questions over here. Uh, Malcolm Free, my brother, previous guest on the show. Good to have you here. We are good. Hope you are too. Um, if you've got any questions, though, guys, you're watching and you've got any, drop them in because we've probably got about a minute and a half to go. I'll give it an extra bit of time for any wonderful people that have questions. For Sean, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hunger for the Hustle is the title of this podcast. Um, what drives your quite clear and evident Hunger for the Hustle, Sean? Danielle? Um, my drive is time. Mm. So, yeah, so it is the money, it is the time. I, life's too short. Why would I not want to be able to make time myself for my things? My family, my friends, yeah. my travelling. Yeah. So to work for myself enables me now to choose what holiday I would like, what annual leave I'd like if I want to yeah. see my grandparents you know, finish a bit earlier one Friday to do that or, you know, life, your life is yours. So yeah. that's what has given me the drive to do it to, yeah, choose, choose when, when I would like to do things that, you know, I, mean, I think it's hard because, which is what obviously most people do with, with working is you get given so many days a year. And, and when I first started, I was such a social butterfly that, you know, I was getting invited to weddings, Hindus. Oh, do you fancy going abroad this way? So do you want to go on this holiday? Do you fancy going travelling here? And, and and I was lucky enough when I'd started to be able to fit all my clients into the days that I worked, to be able to enable me to have time off and say yes to these things. Yeah. Be a yes person. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So That's the best kind of person. So that is what means the most to me. It's to have time. time. It's all about time. It yeah. is all about time. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and creating your own, living on your own schedule. We yeah. talked about this the other day, and you remember I saw you last week, like, going, it would be impossible now to go back and work for somebody. It'd be, I mean, nothing's impossible. It'd be very difficult for me, yeah. and I think you agree for you, to go back to work for someone else, just in terms of the annual lease thing, right? Oh, yeah. Someone basically telling you when you can and can't yeah. have some time off and go travel to X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I like to spend time with family and friends, and I think it's very important to do that, so... To be able to have time, but I can't just cool. go. Oh yeah, next Tuesday, on no. because clients are booked in. But yeah, if you yeah, just yeah. plan ahead. Yeah. You know, you, you can have the time that you need of to course. do things that you need. Especially, that especially now you've got children. You know, those yeah. magical years, the younger years. Yeah. You all get to spend more time with them than I think it's fair to say if you. Um, yeah. So in. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're working for someone else. Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely, yeah. it's very important. Good yes. podcast, my friend. Fantastic. Thank, Thank all of you guys as well for listening. Really appreciate you, as I always do. If you've enjoyed the podcast, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a follow, give it a share. Because as we've talked about in this show, it's all about helping others, isn't it? And you might just share this to someone that gets some huge value. So appreciate that. Appreciate you. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay hungry, and keep on hustling, folks. Thanks yeah. very much, Sean. It's been great to have you here. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you next time, everybody.